Hi guys, and welcome back to the Wings of Fire Fan Wings podcast, where we talk about all things Wings of Fire, and today we will be talking about the Jade Mountain Prophecy. If you don't know what the Jade Mountain Prophecy is, it's the prophecy that Moon gives at the end of Book 6, and the prophecy that Arc 2 is based around. It was the first real Nightwing prophecy in Generations. But before we get this episode started, spoilers for the second arc, because this is the prophecy that the second arc is based around, so make sure you read the second arc of books before listening to this podcast if you don't want any spoilers. Anyways, here's how the prophecy goes. Beware the darkness of dragons. Beware the stalker of dreams. Beware the talons of power and fire. Beware one who is not what she seems. Something is coming to shake the earth. Something is coming to scorch the ground. Jade Mountain will fall beneath thunder and ice, unless the lost city of night can be found. That is a prophecy that the Ark is based around. And once you read through the Ark, there are answers to each verse of the prophecy. But, like a lot of things, there are many answers to the one question, or the one verse. So today I'm going to be talking about what my great interpretation of this what is what do i think is the most important interpretation of each verse of the prophecy that made the prophecy come true so arc two could end and there's actually something like this on the wiki but like i said it contains many interpretations of each verse so some of these might be some things that they said on the wiki and some might be my own interpretations so let's get started with Beware the Darkness of Dragons. I agree with the wiki on this one. Beware the darkness inside dragons, like Darkstalker, Scarlet, Sora, Icicle, Flame, etc. Those dragons. But I think that it's mainly focused around Darkstalker, because this might be me overanalyzing it, but it could say Beware the Darkness of Dragons. And, well, um, Darkstalker's name starts with dark, and darkness also starts with dark, so that's one reason why. Another thing is he was the main antagonist of this arc, so it's kind of bewaring the darkness of the dragon, Darkstalker, and beware the stalker of dreams. I think it's pretty coincidental, in a way, that darkness and stalker... Dark and Stalker make up Darkstalker? Well, I think it's because of um, Darkstalker again going into Moom's nightmares and fixing them because he was the one who kind of convinced Moon to go look for the scroll to go and save. And beware the towns of power and fire. I don't think a lot of people think this, but I do. I think the Talons of Power, quote-unquote, is not referring to Vulture's organization, Talons of Power, or referring to anything that happens in Book 9, Talons of Power. I think it's actually referring to, in Book 8, when Moon and Kibli and Winter and all of the Jade Winglet, besides Kinkajou, and Carnelian were arguing about what they should do with the scroll, Darkstalker scroll. Like Kibley wanted to give it to Thorn, Moon wanted to free Darkstalker, Winter wanted to give it to Glacier, stuff like that. 
basically, I think it's that because it's bewaring the talents of power because that scroll can do basically anything. It could even set Darkstalker free. So they had all the power to do that. And Peril, getting into the fire part, the talents of fire is Peril freeing Darkstalker because she had the power in her talons to grab the scroll so it would burn and Darkstalker could be free. That's my interpretation of that part. And then Beware One, who is not what she seems. I think this is Pyrite because Pyrite is Hailstorm. And Pyrite was literally not who she seemed. Literally. It's not in personality wise. She is an enchantment. She is an enchantment. It's not an actual dragon. Also, Ruby could be beware one who is not what she seems. You don't really have to beware Ruby in a way, but Ruby is <laughs> is Tourmaline, and Tourmaline and Ruby are the same dragon, except Ruby is an enchantment made by a chameleon, it's Scarlet. So, I think it's bewaring those who are under chameleon's enchantment, and that's because we had to beware of chameleon, because chameleon was going to do things to peril that made her loyal to scarlet for example and stuff like that so i think it's beware the one who is not what she seems are all the she's chameleon had enchanted and or she and he's all the dragons that chameleon had enchanted now something is coming to shake the earth this is i think dark stalker pretty much because when he steps it literally shakes pyria so I think that's um, kind of self-explanatory, the size. And something is coming to scorch the ground. I think it's Darkstalker and his army because they have fire, first of all. And, um, yeah, I think it's referring to Darkstalker's army. This part is heavily referring to Darkstalker. Dream Mountain will fall beneath thunder and ice. It is Kibley's storm and also the battle of the jade mountain the battle of jade mountain between the ice wings and the night wings that's one thing i think about that and unless the lost city of night can be found we're finally on the last one now i have multiple interpretations of this and each of them can fit in a similar way to the others so i'm gonna just say two for this first of all like the wiki says, the lost city of night had to be found so Darkstalker could see the soul reader to see that he possibly had gone evil. But I also think it's because, remember, at the end of the spell, the Nightwings were transported to the Great Diamond and the Icewings were transported to the Ice Kingdom. Because I don't think the Nightwings would have been happy if they were transported somewhere else, like the Rainforest, for example, or anywhere else on the continent because... One, the Nightwing Kingdom, the old Nightwing Kingdom, and the Icewing Kingdom are pretty far away, first of all. And second of all, I think maybe that was the place that they had to be transported it for the thing to work and for them not to just come charging out again. Also, yeah, it was also... For Foeslayer turning up and talking to Kibli, and Foeslayer was convinced that Darkstalker had basically gone insane, and then got Kingaju to 
give Darkstalker the magic strawberry, which basically transformed Darkstalker into Beastmaker. Yeah, that's what the magic strawberry does. Who knew the power of strawberries? Strawberries had always been my favorite fruit, but then when I read this, I was like, the power of strawberries are real. Yep. So don't eat a strawberry that uh, that Kinkajou gives you if you're Darkstalker. Just a life tip. Anyways, getting back to the prophecy. So, this is my interpretation of the Jade Mountain prophecy. Because these prophecies are kind of the summaries of the arc. A summary of the arc that you can get without having any major spoilers. Because this was at the beginning of book 6. Which means there are gonna be no spoilers for like book 10 for example. Because we have no idea where the Lost City of Night is. What the Lost City of Night is. And... I will actually do another episode of this for Arc 3, because we're not all the way through Arc 3. We're only halfway through Arc 3. And these are the best summaries I can find of the arcs that don't really include any spoilers if I want to tell someone who hasn't read the whole arc yet, for example. And these prophecies are just really cool to read, and I find it pretty cool that all the arcs are based around a prophecy. Even if it's a fake prophecy like Arc 1, they're all based around a prophecy. Anyways, so those are my thoughts on the Jade Mountain Prophecy. What are your thoughts about the Jade Mountain Prophecy? Do you agree with my interpretations of it, or do you have another interpretation that could line up with the books? Anyways, thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. See you on the next episode.